Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yes. Do you have your coffee? I have my little African child. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so happy, jumping rope. Yeah, I'm yes. waiting to get into that taxi. The taxi. Well, the taxi usually is heading back to the airport. When you're getting in the taxi, it means you're going back to the airport. See, that's someone that just dropped off. That, dropped. <laughs> that's the taxi that just dropped you off from the airport getting into the village. Yes. It started to snow again. It is snowing again. That's okay. Mm. All right, so um, dark and light, you know. Dark and light. I've been praying. We finished um, 2 Corinthians, so. Yay. Um, you know, because. So much good stuff in there. Yeah. Today's mm -hmm. October 2nd. <laughs> Friday. Fun Friday. So um, we finished 2 Corinthians, and mm -hmm. I just couldn't. I got stuck on it, you know. I got stuck on this one part of it. A couple it was last well this week I guess um and should have started there <laughs> sorry um but it talked about how good Satan is at hiding himself in the light disguising himself as yeah. the angel of light so it's talking about like false prophets and false apostles and all that but it just says like um such people they're false prophets deceitful workers disguising themselves as apostles of Christ and no wonder for Satan disguising disguises himself as an angel of light so it is no great surprise if he, his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness their end will be according to their works and it's that whole thing of like obviously Satan's not going to tempt us with like something we don't want he's going to tempt us with something that we do want and mm -hmm. that's why like we've been talking so much about the trees and the garden and I just keep realizing like god really he said you can have all of this like you can have any tree any fruit like you can have all of it just don't eat this one thing one thing <laughs> like you can have just it one. all you just, can have whatever you want just don't do and this then one satan thing. in his little slimy self was like hey look at this one thing look at this one thing and why, like why how much not more, want you like, to have that how, Are you sure that's what he meant? Like we're like that. Like we like you you can't have these sour patch kids, but you can have anything else. But then what? You want that sour patch kids so bad. Mm -hmm. Just like growing up, I hated summer reading because they told me to read one book and I was like, Well, I just wanna read why can't I read this book? Mm -hmm. And like and so we have this like human nature of like wanting what we can't have mm -hmm. and like Very forgetting true. what we have because we all we see is just the one thing we can't have. Yes. And that's what Satan has been doing. And he's been using his darkness and disguising as light and for all of this time. And so and it it's so neat to really unpack that. I um talked with my girls when I was telling them about this in the car. I said, um, did you know that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light? And they just looked at me like, What? <laughs> and I said, Well, Okay, so what's a disguise? And we kind of talked about what that disguise is 
or what a disguise is. It's like you put on a costume to try to make yourself look like something else. Um, you disguise yourself because you're trying to cover up what you really are. Well, so what is light? Usually light, we like the light. Light is daytime. That's the good thing. Um, what's opposite of light? The darkness. And we're usually scared in the darkness. We run away from things in the darkness. We don't want to be alone in the dark, so we know we don't want to be there. Well, if Satan is disguising himself as the angel of light, he's covering up the, the wrong and the bad that he is to make himself look like something good to trick us. So that was really just neat how that one question could get their minds working as to what that means. Because it is a disguise. Mm -hmm. So so what, who is the light? What is the real light? Yeah, and that's just like a good reminder that like we're here to just remind you that you can have conversations with your girls and like even just small questions. And even like if you don't know the exact, like you don't have to ask them questions because you know how to answer it. Like ask them to hear what they have to say and then right. like talk through them with it and be like, yeah, like, I mean, I didn't really think about that. And even like just some things this week that I've been thinking through, like I didn't really know the answers, but like we kind of all just give it all to each other and then kind of learn from each other. And, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it. like I haven't really thought about that, but like that makes sense. And like I knew that, but not in that way. And like, and so it's really cool just as your girls grow up, just being able to like have those conversations with them and like know that you don't have to have it all answered before you like start talking to them mm -hmm. about it. Because right. honestly, like, your girls could teach you things that you might not know like as y'all just have conversations with with each other but also just like as a mom like we want to remind you that like just to remember like that satan is not tempting your girls with like super super bad stuff like not in the beginning at least like it's stuff that it like it doesn't look bad yeah and yeah. it's i mean you know that like it's it's stuff that everyone else seems to be doing or it doesn't seem that bad so I'm going to do this one thing and then that one thing ends up being this other thing and like we all know the cycle of sin and like darkness the slippery slope but just to be reminded like it's not always like we we teach our kids what not to do but it's not always like there isn't just I mean, I'm such a black and white person that I really want to be like, yeah, there's always a yes and no, but it's always like where Satan gets girls and where I see it the most is where there isn't a verse to say like, hey, don't do that. But there's always verses to tell us how to act and what to do, but you have to like unpack that into our heart. And like, that's why we're so, we talk so much about our heart and like our heart issues and going to the heart and talking about why we do that or why we think that or just all that conversation about dark and light because like that's where it is and that's mm -hmm. when like you're having that conversation about dark and light like you can fasterly you can that's not a word you can more quickly like figure out that oh wait this is satan trying to get me in the disguise of light and like i need to go this way like and that's all comes in conversation and discipleship and like what we want you to be able to to know that you have with your girls. Yeah. And so the whole conversation about dark and light and how Satan's trying to um, pull us in, really, it's and it's not that these things, there's some things that are definitely wrong, but even 
clothes, TV shows, some movies, there are some things that are really good that if we focus on them too much and allow them to take over our hearts, that's become that's what becomes the bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, focusing too much on the good things and not allowing enough time um, in your schedule and your day to spend with Jesus. You know, I mean, it's like I told them this morning, um, after, you know, David, David's, David was the man after God's own heart. And after um, he grew with the Lord, he had, he loved God more than anything. And then one thing caught his eye and he fell to that. And he was, for whatever reason, he fell to that. And then there were so many consequences to that sin with Bathsheba. And God said, if he had, if he had asked me for anything, I would have given it to him. And so, you know, I, I tell my girls, like, whatever's going on, I don't want you to think that it's going to shock me or make me mad or anything. I just want us to have that conversation so that you know that I know that we're all struggling. And no matter what Satan's tempting you with or whatever, however far you feel you've gotten that is too far, that it's never too far. That um, to always come back and, you know, just say, hey, this is going on because um, because we all know and we see God's Word tells us that, that that's the enemy trying to grab us with these things that look good and even if they are good can lead to our destruction if we don't leave enough room to spend time with Jesus in the Word in the truth that that's always the first thing and that no matter what when we confess our sins to him to each other um, there's always that forgiveness, there's always the mercy, there's always the cleansing and the restoration to the relationship with Jesus that, that gives freedom in, in, the, in the moment and the freedom to move on um, with him again into truth. Mm -hmm. You just summed up all of um, First John. So um, First John 5, uh, 3, 2, 2 says this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you god is light and there's absolutely no darkness in him if we say we have fellowship with him and yet we walk in darkness we are lying and we are not practicing the truth if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son cleanses us from all sin if we say we have no sin we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us if we confess our sins he is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us my little children I am writing you these things so that you may not sin but if anyone does sin we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous one he himself is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for ours but also for the whole world and yeah I mean that just sums up everything you just said and everything that we have like in discipleship with each other and with Christ but I just love like that there is absolutely no darkness in God and in Christ and and he drives out the darkness in us and just the way that sin like welcomes darkness into our lives and like you can just see the light like the more we sin it's and Satan is such a like deceiving just like 
punk about it that it just slowly like takes the light out of your life and before you even know it you're surrounded in darkness and like and you don't even realize it because it's so easy like our culture has made sin such a like it's just such a popular thing. thing yeah like and it's definitely it, a popular thing it, it's whatever feels good whatever sounds good whatever you want to do like we talk about oh, I feel like every week we bring up the fact that like as Christians, like, no, we do not have the authority to just do you. Like, you don't just get to do you. Like, we were we bought are, at a price. We yeah. were bought at a price. And, like, there's no freedom in just do you, boo. Like, that's there's no freedom in that. You are completely, like, we are slaves to the world and slaves to Satan when we just allow our flesh to, like, live through us because that's not who we were created to be. It's not who we were made to be. And that's not where we're going to find freedom. It's not going to be where we find peace like we will constantly be fighting the enemy and fighting the world and fighting all of this like we talked about last week like we wage war with the world like not as the flesh not as the world but like through Christ we're more than conquerors with him and sin like takes all of that out of our lives like it's not that it's not there like we we still have God never goes anywhere but it separates us because we are like closing we're slowly like dimming that light that he gives us. And so it's just this full circle of like, we lose out on so much that we can have because of him, because we're choosing something less than what we are being offered. It's, yeah, it's like the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this last night, we were talking, or yesterday, said when you go to make cookies, you follow the recipe, right? Well. What do you do if you don't have something that um, the recipe calls for? Mm -hmm. What if you use something that's not right? Or, you know, or what if I just threw some spinach into the cookies? And they were all like, gross, don't do that. <laughs> Ew. Um, it doesn't turn out right. So God's given us a recipe for the joyful, amazing, abundant life that he came to give us. Um, Adam and Eve messed that up, but then God made it possible again through Jesus and through Holy Spirit. So why would we not follow that when we really want to eat the yummy cookie? Mm -hmm. We want the good abundant life that Jesus came to give. Why would we not follow the recipe or just say, oh, well, I can put this part in, but you know, I don't really want those chocolate chips in there. Why, why would you not want the chocolate chips? I want all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we try to find those healthy Pinterest recipes, but they're just really not as good. Even though, I mean, yes, they're really, they're technically good, for, better for our bodies, but they just don't taste as good. Yeah. But you know, I'm but definitely away from the analogy now. No, but, no, I like it because it's true. I, I mean, what kind of last year? <laughs> we gotta redeem ourselves. What kind of cookie do you want? Do you want Jesus the good cookie? cookie? Or do you want the uh, the flat cookie if you don't use the right flour? Yes. So I know, like, as a mom, you want to give your kid, like, everything. And it's just, like, so sad when they're sad because they can't have something. Maybe you don't feel sad about it. I feel like I'm not going to feel bad for my kids because I'm just going to be like, no, you're not having that. But um, I know, like, I see the struggle that parents have of, like, just wanting to give their kids everything. But, like, God's so much bigger. And in the moment, I know, like, we fight it in our flesh like for ourselves and so I really can't imagine how it feels to like you're fighting wanting the flesh and then you see your kids fighting and then you just want them to be 
okay and you want them to be happy and you want them to have everything that they need and that you want them to fit in I mean I talk to moms all the time that they're just like I don't know what to do because they're really sad because they feel like they don't fit in because they don't have what everyone else has but I know that like that's not what they need and and I just want to like I don't know with all of this like with what we're saying like we just want to encourage you that like in the end it's Christ who matters like and I mean we know that like you stand at like we, we one day are going to stand at the feet of Jesus and like it's not going to matter what car we drove like it's not going to matter like at what age we got a phone or what social media apps or how many like I mean all the stuff that our kids want and it's so hard to like turn that because they are just so saturated in this world of like instant gratification and everything and straight A's are really important and the starting the starting position on the team is really important and like I mean all of this stuff is really like worldly important but then when it comes down to it like when you get out of high school so many things that you were worried about like for your kids and so many things that your kids are worried about now like isn't gonna matter and and so like I just, and like why I think I don't know if I said this earlier when you were talking about I was just thinking about I mean we talk about all the time because like you're so good at all of this so it's just like talking through the like why like not just saying like no you're not doing that but like explaining to them and taking the opportunities to like have these conversations about like I know this is really hard now and you don't understand why you can't have a phone but like you're gonna be better for this and like because I say I mean I say to you all the time like I mean it's easy for me at 26 to be like oh yeah like I wish I had that or I understand like why you're doing that but when you're like 14 and you don't have what everyone else has like you're they're not you're you're very rarely gonna get your child to be able to say at 14 years old like yeah I definitely understand this this is definitely gonna make me a better 20 year old like it's gonna make me a better adult when I have to get out of college and like actually have a life like this is gonna make me better like and Proverbs 31 does say they will rise up and call her blessed yes. I mean it's not give, in the middle give them of 15 it. years yeah but we have to remind our children, daughters, sons, whoever it is, that what they're longing for is heaven. Because we are, we are not made for this earth. We were made for, we were made to live in God's presence. We were made to live with Him and walk with Him, just like Adam and Eve did in the garden. And so, we have to remind them of Proverbs nineteen twenty two that says. Um, what a man desires most is unfailing love and anything other than that proves and if he were to say anything other than that it just proves he's a liar and psalm 63 3 is one of my favorites that says because your love is better than life my lips will praise you and it in in, in psalm 16 11 it says in your life no in your presence is fullness of joy and so we have to remind our children as we're talking to them about these things that they want, that they think is going to make them happy or are going to make them happy. Um, the things that they see everybody else have, the things they want, those things are not going to make them happy. Um, Jesus is the perfect life. His perfect life, his perfect death, and his perf perfect resurrection and ascension has given us everything that we need to take back what is rightfully ours. And it was ours in the beginning. Um, before Adam and Eve sinned. Through Jesus, God took back and gave back to us what was his and ours in the first place. You know, we talked about that shame coming after Adam and Eve sinned. Um, 
God has restored that. And through our relationship with him and Jesus and seeing the real source of life and the way of life, and the, of Jesus, the, the truth, the way, and the life, we're able to see how Satan is disguising himself as the angel of life. He makes good, um, the, he makes good things look like they're the most important, when in reality, the most important thing, when completely known, which is Jesus, makes the good things look least important. And because through the relationship with the true light, we are completely satisfied and don't need any of the other things that the angel of light makes look like the most important. Um, and that is Philippians 3, when, um, when Paul was saying, I've, I consider all things lost compared to the greatness of knowing Jesus. So um, just like Adam and Eve, when we choose to eat or when, you know, when our, when we choose to eat from the wrong tree and bring shame upon ourselves and we think we have to hide from God, we don't have to. He sent Jesus and we can go to Jesus and we can go to our parents, we can go to whomever and just acknowledge what we've done. And, and parent, mom, you have to be willing to hear those hard things from your children that when they bring them to you and you love them anyway and you don't react, that is what gives them life. So many of our children don't come to us because they're scared of getting in trouble. They're scared of all that stuff. So we have to be willing to hear the hard things. And like we've said before, picture the worst thing imaginable and then remember that there's still Jesus and it'll be okay. So, um, you know, he tells us that when we come to him and confess that sin, we aren't separated from him anymore. He forgives us. Um, so when he cleanses us from that sin, when he restores us to that relationship, as you tell your children this and they grow in that relationship with Jesus, when you constantly say, I know you want this, but either we don't have time for that, I don't think it's a good idea, we really can't afford it. That's okay to say that. I don't think it's a wise use of money. I don't think it's a wise use of your time. When you turn them from that to the truth, they will grow in that truth and become the radiant, glory, glorious creations that reflect the glory and majesty of our Creator. So that's why those conversations as awkward as they might be, which a lot of times they're awkward to say, hey, what have you been watching? Or, hey, what are your friends watching? And what do you think about that? And do you feel okay with that? Do you think that's okay? Or, um, or when you're watching a good movie and you're like, oh, look at that, they're a hero. What makes them? What do you think made them that hero? You know, having those conversations um, is really what's gonna tie your heart together with your um, with your daughter your son and so to make the harder conversations a little bit easier I was thinking about like with girl talk with the girls I always like somehow get to always ask them like I always am like what y'all get for Christmas last year and like I hate to break it to y'all if y'all don't already know this like they don't really remember what they got last year like it's just not a thing anymore because they probably want something different now and so like I just tell you that to like keep that in perspective too because I always try to remind them of that like I mean and we know that like for ourselves too like we want it so bad like whatever we see in our face right now like is what we want it's all we think about we that's every question we ask I like, get I mean, I spend so much time trying to figure out how to make everything work and like, it's just, this is what we want because it's in our face. But then like, 
I always try and tell them, I'm like, just wait like two months and you're not gonna want that anymore. And so like, just to keep, I mean, that's everything of the world. Like it's worldly or it's eternal. And there isn't, there, there rarely is like an in-between of that. And so when we're chasing the eternal, like that's what's, that's what matters. And like, that is what, like, I mean, we look at the we look at the nutrition of um, food, you know. The labels, yeah. Um, even Abby was like talking about the percentage of sugars in cocoa puffs yesterday morning. Like we, we always, talk about it. We look at the percentage, mm -hmm. and so really, like, the majority percentage of your day in every conversation you have, in every like literally every single decision you make, like the percentage of eternal impact should be completely like greater, if not one hundred percent, like in all things that we do. And so that, I mean, that's what we're talking about. This is like with your girls, like just focus on the eternal and like, if they don't get it right now, it's okay. Like they, they will live through it. Like they will be okay if they don't have everything that their friends have, like they'll be okay. And like, you're gonna be okay. And I mean, I really, I'm praying right now, like in my head as I'm talking that your daughter never tells you that like you're the worst person ever or that they hate you or and even if that you're do. ruining their lives. Like I'm praying that never happens to you, but I'm also praying even more that like you have Holy Spirit peace in you to know that like, first of all, they don't mean that. And second of all, like you're not ruining their lives. And third of all, like it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like they'll, they're probably going to apologize. So I'll pray right now that they apologize too. But like, and even if they do say that, just know that they're having a hard day for some yeah. reason that they don't like what you're saying because they still, and they're, they're going to try anything to get you yes. to change your mind. So you have to be ready for that kickback. And also when they scream and run away, when they scream at you and run off, hoping that that tactic will change your mind, that they can manipulate you. Um, don't, don't let that, don't let that shake you mm -hmm. because that, again, that's the enemy yes. trying to come in and separate you. And so you have to go take a deep breath, pray, grab your Bible. I don't know how many times I've grabbed my Bible and just said, ah, oh, Jesus, I can't do this. I can't do this, but you can, you know, and just pray for that wisdom and pray for that love, like pray for Holy Spirit to love them through you because he wants to. And then you go, you wait till time has passed. Don't go banging on their door and saying, you can't talk to me that way. How dare you talk to me? Don't do that. Um, give them time to come out. Um, if they have practice, if they're, if they do it and it's, you're supposed to be going somewhere, I would not go. Honestly, I would text coach. I would do whatever and say, Hey, we're having to deal with something and they're not going to be there right now because you've got to show them that you're more concerned about their heart and their character than you are about them being number one scholarship to wherever. Because I've told my kids this before, I said, I'm more concerned about you and your, um, you getting into heaven than I am about you getting into Auburn. I've said that to them. I said, I don't know how things are gonna turn out, but I care more about you and your life after the next five years that I care about all that. I'm not saying all that's bad, but that's what I'm saying. Satan disguises himself as the angel of light and makes us think that all that stuff is the end all be all. While that, all that stuff is good, education is good, all these things are good. If you put them before your relationship with Jesus, then what profit if a man gains the whole world yet loses his soul? What profit is it? And so that's why we have to, um, with tender love, not 
let our children's actions shake us because when the dust settles you will still be there I'm praying that you'll still be there and they'll come out they might give you the silent treatment whatever they might say it's time to go to practice I've got to go and you're like you know what I don't think we need to go tonight because we need to talk you know we need to talk about this we need to talk about what's going on we need to talk about how um, how you're so concerned about this we need to talk about what all this what it really matters and you can say your words hurt me you can say that your words hurt me but I know that you're struggling and I know you've got a lot of pressure on you I just want you to know that I love you no matter what and I want to help you get through this so let's talk about it so those are the kind of things um, you know that you deal. we deal with them every day every day so you expect the blow-ups expect the kickback because when you are trying to save your child's soul the enemy hates it but when you're just blowing and going and chasing whatever the world is offering and trying to fill their buckets with this activity and this shirt and this purse and these shoes and this sorority and everything else Satan's like oh they're doing great yeah they're fine they're fine I'm gonna leave them alone because he knows that you're chasing after everything but Jesus and it's just distracted you're distracted yeah and distraction leads to destruction mm -hmm. so it's a lot and it's hard it's so hard but it's so worth it because when your children when your child as you are following Jesus and God is um, is forming you because we're not perfect in heaven till heaven either we're not perfect till heaven sorry I'm trying to I've got that thought that has to be like expanded you know unpacked um, as we are growing in Christ and as we are growing into that Proverbs 31 woman that um, takes a lifetime to achieve we're also doing that in our children and and it, in Proverbs 31 it says she will they will write her children will rise up and call her blessed so it's not gonna be right now and that's okay because um, Jesus is enough Holy Spirit is enough and he gives us manna for the day happy Friday I hope you have a great weekend and do something fun enjoy this beautiful October. weather yes the leaves are falling temperatures dropping yeah football go, games go find a pumpkin bonfires pumpkins yes all the fall colors all right bye guys we love you we're <laughs> praying for you we hope that we've encouraged you to be able to do the hard things because you are more than a conqueror in christ and you are strong and you have the power of the living god in you and he is he is pouring himself out through you to those children as you water the garden of their hearts every day so don't give up stay strong we love you bye